Hello everyone, this is Muhammad Ali reporting to you from Purity Macro on Monday, January the 8th. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Let us discuss the moves in the crude oil market first. WTI crude futures are down almost 4% today, hovering just above $70 a barrel as Saudi Arabia announces a cut in prices of its light crude oil product. This product typically trades at a premium to the benchmark Dubai Uman crude averages. That premium, which was previously $3.50 a barrel, has now been cut down to just $1.50. Saudi Arabia is not only forcing OPEC to reduce production, but is cutting the price of its domestic product. These are actions that would only be undertaken if they were convinced of an upcoming slowdown in the demand for crude oil. Irrespective of the rationale, however, these declines in energy prices will be welcomed by the Fed and central banks at large as they mull when to begin easing policy and declare victory on inflation. We shall look for further evidence of this in Thursday's U.S. CPI report. The U.S. equity market is also well supported today as a consequence of the energy sell-off and the decline in Treasury yields. I would, however, also like to point out that a significant portion of today's S&P 500 rally is being led by the consumer discretionary sector. This makes sense given Friday's employment report, which showed wages continuing to grow at a roughly 4% annualized clip. As inflation falls, rising real wages in the U.S. should underpin consumer spending, thereby supporting equity prices of companies present within the consumer discretionary space. Before I conclude today's podcast, I did want to take a couple minutes and discuss Friday's employment report out of Canada and its implications for the macroeconomy and Bank of Canada monetary policy. Full-time jobs actually contracted here in Canada, whereas the gains came in part-time jobs focused mainly in the tech and science space. Many cyclical segments of the economy, such as retail trade, construction, and manufacturing all cut back on employment. Furthermore, while the overall unemployment rate remains steady at 5.8%, the participation rate dropped by 0.2%. Had the participation rate not declined, the unemployment rate in Canada would have most probably increased to 6%. The Bank of Canada would no doubt like to begin cutting rates to ameliorate the employment situation, but are somewhat hamstrung by domestic inflation, which remains sticky, hovering around 3%. This scenario in the short term should be seen as a negative for the Canadian dollar, as overall growth in 2024 should underperform that of its neighbors south of the border. 
We'll be particularly curious to see evidence of this in the upcoming release of the Business Outlook Survey due to be released on the 15th of January. As always, we shall keep you posted. Happy Monday and bye for now. Ciao.